Hi, I am Bob Tapper. I'm an actor, filmmaker, and travel blogger. After spending over 25 years in the corporate business world, it was time for a new life chapter. And I'm here to tell you that it's never too late, you're never too old, be courageous, and honor your passions. Welcome to my life abroad. Today's talk is about January 2021. Yes, we are in the new year. New things are in store, changes are ahead. What's it going to be? What's the what's going to happen? Oh my gosh, I don't know, but here's what I do know. We are officially locking down in Lisbon as of January 15th. So, I had to ask myself a couple of questions. One is my Airbnb that I'm currently at, is it an Airbnb that I could stay in for an extended period of time because I had the feeling that I was not going to be able to leave on February 7th, my 90 days that started on November 7th. I was afraid that I wasn't going to be able to leave because we were going to be locked down. So I was there was some uncertainty there and I wanted to be comfortable. Didn't know how long we were going to be locked down and my first Airbnb was nice, but it was small and I thought I could get something bigger, something better. So I look at Airbnb and I find that there's another Airbnb that I wanted and I contacted them because we were heading into lockdown because there were not a lot of tourists at the time. I got a really great rate for staying at another Airbnb, bigger kitchen, bigger it was had a living like a living room area, so it was a much bigger Airbnb, had much more room, much more comfortable. So I booked that starting the 1st of February. to move Airbnbs. It was kind of across town, but it was not a huge move. So I finished up the month of January in the Airbnb that I was staying at. We did lock down on the 15th. We could still go outside. There were only essential businesses that were open, but the trains were running. And I think this was just right before the 15th. I had the opportunity to get on a train and go up north to North Portugal up to a town called Sintra. And Sintra is spelled S I N T R A. It could be Sintra. I'm saying Sintra. Um so I don't know what the correct pronunciation is exactly, but one of the things that Sintra is known for is a place called the Castle of the Moors. It's January. climate the temperatures are beautiful it's sunny it's probably maybe 65 70 degrees it is a great time to be outside and exploring and as long as we could i was going to the castle of the moors were built between the 8th and the 12th century the castle defended the entire region at one time and that's one of the one of the things that's uh, very clear when you're in europe is all these castles in these they, they were all meant for defense and uh, it was it's so different from the US when you think about our history and the history of Europe and the wars that they've been through and how they had to it was about protection and protecting their city and everything everything they built was geared towards defending themselves castle of the moors was no different you get up to the top and there is an incredible view of the coastline but let me tell you the getting to the top is not all that easy There are um two trails that you could take that you can hike up. The trail that I took, I don't know that if it was the easiest one or not, but again, it certainly helped that there weren't a lot of people on the trails. I was sometimes alone on the trails, and then I got to wondering whether or not I could maybe get lost. I guess it's possible, but you just keep going up and up and up and you'll eventually get to the top. There is a bus that takes you up, but if you are going to walk, you do need to be in fairly good shape because it is 
it's uphill and it's windy and it's trails and it's um but it is so well worth it when you get to the top the christian crusaders once stormed the castle and they destroyed it and it was rebuilt by king ferdinand ii and he rebuilt it this tranquil and peaceful little setting it's uh, it, it now attracts it's probably one of the biggest tourist attractions in portugal but the goal is to get up to the top where you can climb around the climb the different towers that are up there climb around some of the defensive walls that are there and you just get the most beautiful view of the coastline and of the nearby land and it is just breathtaking it is so worth it and i know that so many people who go there you take the train it's probably an hour and a half train ride it's not very far easy day trip out of lisbon but i know that a lot of people do waste their time because they're waiting for the the buses if you want to wait for the bus to take you to the top and then if you don't get tickets best thing to do is get tickets online so you can stand in a lot long line of of in terms of waiting for buses and tickets and so forth so to get that worked out prior is definitely recommended but it is i have a video that i did of it on my blog and it's on youtube as well you can go and see it i'll put the links in the show notes wow it was i loved castle of the moors i loved sintra it was just a picturesque town that i would go back to again and again and i definitely want to when i get back to portugal Another thing that was happening in January as I had mentioned earlier as I was concerned about my 90-day stay. So I contacted in Portugal they have um a service called CEF S E F which is uh, is their immigration and border service. They are the ones who are kind of in charge of tourists and travelers and passports and visas and all that kind of stuff. So I ended up making an appointment with Seth to go in and just say look you know I'm I'm here I'm my 90 days is up on February 7th um what can what should I do so I had a I had met a friend through my filmmaking group and he went with me the language barrier was it was he was definitely needed because he was born and raised in Portugal and so he knew how to speak portuguese and which i did not and he helped me immensely but as long as i could prove that i had enough money to stay there and that i had a valid lease that was in place they extended me for another 90 days i got fingerprinted i had my picture taken and they actually added another or they they took up a whole page in my passport um that just gave me the right to stay there until May 7th and I thought great we'll just ride this out and I'm sure it's going to be over by May 7th I'm sure we all thought that So I was all set to stay longer in Portugal I had my new Airbnb that I was going to be moving into on February 1st so changes were ahead and I think that two words that came into my mind during that time and the upcoming months was learning to adjust and learning to surrender because adjusting is just something that i for that for the first year of obviously there was a lot of adjustments that had to be made not with me with everyone as well because of the pandemic but adjusting to the changing world and the changing things that were going on definitely had to find a way to to adjust to things and then surrendering because so many things are just out of my control. I can only do what I can do. As I said before, I just my whole motto was been I just I'm going to just keep moving forward. 
and just going in the direction and doing what I can. If I, if I can do this, I'll do it. If I can't, I'll do something else. But surrendering to what I can't control, hugely important. So we're heading into possibly a little dark period coming up with the lockdown. But you'll just have to stay tuned and see what's in store for the winter coming up in February in Lisbon. Well, that's it for now, and please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to click on the episode link in the show notes to see pictures and videos from this podcast. There's links to my socials and also a link to my Patreon page where you can support this podcast and join my community if you'd like. And you can double your life abroad experience by signing up for my free monthly blog sent directly to your inbox every month. Sign up at bobtapper.com. Thanks for listening.